mentors, and friends. Who are the role models in our life? Heroes, mentors, and friends. Now, Heroes, Mentors, and Friends with John Dowd Jr. Hello again. My name is John Dowd Jr. Welcome to Heroes, Mentors, and Friends. Is it almost Labor Day? You're kidding me? Well, welcome to another show of Heroes, Medicine Friends. It's also the name of my book. You can find me at johndowjr.com and on Facebook with Heroes, Mentors, and Friends. Heroes, Medicine Friends is a book about finding meaning in our life, but still maintaining our busy nine to five life. We talk about role models and how we can discover the hero, mentor, and friend that lives in each one of us every single minute of our life. If you're asking this morning, you could be asking, what's going on in my life? Why am I feeling as if there's more to my life and I'm not seeing it or feeling it? Why am I feeling like I'm a spectator of my life and not living it? What's going on in the world? feels like the world around us uh, today is a bit imbalanced. When I watch the news, it seems like a little chaotic out there. Well, my goal every week on Heroes, Medicine, Friends is to help us both come up with some answers on those questions, providing us with some tools that will help us change the way we look at our lives. I have a fabulous guest today, and I'm honored to have her on. We're going to talk to her in just a few minutes, but quickly, I want to share a very funny story. You know, I speak about once a week, every couple of weeks, to different uh, area businesses and rotary clubs. And yesterday, I was honored to speak at the Concord Rotary Club in Concord, Massachusetts. And that was very special to me because that is where a lot of the inspiration of my book, Heroes, Matters, and Friends, took place right there in Concord at Walden Pond, the beautiful Concord Museum, the Ralph Waldo Emerson House. You know, Concord is the home of all those wonderful, brilliant New Age thinkers like Henry David Thoreau. I've been speaking in front of audiences all my life. You know, I've been on the radio for 30 years. But before each speech, I, get a, I get, still get some butterflies because I want to do a great job. I think that's natural for everybody. So I, I say a little prayer in my car before I walk in to greet everybody. And the prayer goes something like, Dear God, please help me do a great job today. Let me bring to the table my highest self. Help me be confident and entertaining and funny and help me get my message through to everybody in the audience today and help me become one with everybody. Amen. And so I grab my books and I walk into the restaurant. It was the beautiful Colonial Inn in Concord and it was a room downstairs and I got there early, but for some reason, it was very crowded. A lot of the Rotarians got there early that day. And I walk in, and I introduce myself to the first man I see. And I say, hello, my name is John Dow Jr. And he said, get out of here. I said, no, that's my name, John Dow Jr. And he said, that's my name. And it turns out that the first man I meet speaking at the Concord Rotary Club before we sit down for lunch, has a, his name is one letter off from mine. His name is John Dow. And my name is John Dowd with a D. It turns out like him, we're both uh, Syrian Orthodox. And we ended up sitting next to each other and talking about our heritage and life. So I, I got my prayers answered. I guess we all are one. 
<laughs> and it was a, a wonderful speech, and it turned out great. So uh, the first person I meet has the same exact name as me. So I guess we all are one. So that leads me to my guest today, and I'm honored to have on a, a, a wonderful, beautiful woman named Andy Migner, who is a oneness blessing giver. She's part of the oneness blessing phenomenon that's happening across the globe. So I'm going to ask you to take a, a leap of faith with me today and really lean into your radio and listen to this story about the oneness blessing. If you haven't heard about it, the oneness blessing, also known as the oneness diksha, now that is Sanskrit for a benediction, for a blessing. What is the oneness blessing? It's a transmission of divine energy through intention, words, presence, and most commonly through a laying on of the hands. My guest today is one of 21 oneness meditators in North America. There's only 80 worldwide. She's also a oneness trainer and a oneness blessing giver. I've received the oneness diksha, and I've been part of Andy's beautiful oneness meditations. And it's a life-changing event. As a oneness trainer, she has the privilege of training and initiating blessing givers, as well as leading other sacred processes. Please welcome to the show today, Andy Migner. Andy, good morning. Good morning, John. How are you? It's so great to have you on. I was so excited to hear from you saying you joined me on the show today. I, I'm doing great, and um, I, I can't wait to share with the audience who you are and and really what you do and get this important message out of of this phenomenon of the oneness blessing. So I'd love you to get right into it and share with everybody what exactly the oneness blessing is, and then we'll, we'll get into how we can find it, how you can join, and, and, and some of the positive effects of it. So what exactly is the oneness blessing? Well, you described it very well as a transfer of divine energy, a divine benediction um, that can be done through intention or most usually um, by... Uh, the blessing giver or diksha giver putting their hands on your head for a brief period of time. But what it's all about is um, raising consciousness, is about awakening. And this is where um, some of your audience are probably quite familiar and some it may um, sound a little out there, but... Um, I understand that our species is in the process of evolving, um, and it's evolving to a place I think we actually were once before, but we won't go there. Um, for now, we're evolving to a new place, which is um, the simplest way to describe it, I think, is moving from a, a place of fear-based to a place of love-based, um, where so many of our choices and decisions, you know, you look around the world and you see what's happening and what we are doing to each other, and it's coming from a place of fear, and it's coming from a place where our, our minds, with all the tricky things they say to us all day long, are dominating, rather than mm -hmm. a heart-centered, 
understanding of our interconnectedness and a heart-centered connection with divine whatever that is for you. Um, I see us shifting from this old paradigm, this old way, um, to this new way. And, you know, everything you talk about um, is about that. And so many teachers are out there sharing the same thing. What the oneness blessing does is it's it's almost I heard someone say recently a blessing giver who interviewed me for her blog you know she sort of said it's the lazy man's way to get there um, <laughs> because it's you don't have to do anything you sit there and you receive and um, many of us have spent many years meditating which is very powerful and I encourage people to meditate um, the neurobiological change that happens in the brain from consistent um, and prolonged meditating is, from my understanding, the same neurobiological change in the brain that is initiated by the oneness blessing and the oneness meditation. So it's um, at this point in time, I think, you know, long-time meditation was required when the energies of and I don't even understand this, but the planetary energies didn't really support um, awakening. Now that the planetary energies of 2012 and beyond are so powerfully supporting awakening, it can happen with way less effort. It can happen Mm -hmm. easily. Um, So that's Mm -hmm. what it's about. You know, when we talk about, and that that was beautifully explained, when we talk about energies for the audience that's listening that may be new to the concept of meditation new to the concept of understanding that we're really made up of high high resonating vibrating energies uh all the same stuff that's the sun's made of the same stuff that the trees and everything around us is made of we we are one with with everything but to use uh simpler terms when we pray we are sending out an energy to, if it's God, we can label it any way we want, the universe, nature. When we pray, we send out an energy, whether it's a prayer of gratitude, a prayer of asking. When we meditate, it is allowing that energy to come back to us. Am I right about that? Mm, I love that. I love that. I, you know, it's all a bit of a mystery to me. I remember years ago reading a book by a woman who had a profound near-death experience, and she was taken by what some might say was an angel to view the earth from quite a distance, and she saw all these lights coming from the earth, these little almost like stars coming, and, and telepathically she spoke with this angel, and she asked, what are those lights? And the angel said, those are prayers. Wow. Beautiful. I love that. So you're, you said so beautifully that everything that's happening magnetically with the the shift in the planet, with the earth's magnetism, and I'm I'm not an expert on it either. I read about it every day and every day I learn something new that your practice, the energy uh, that, that loving, blessing energy transfers from you to the person receiving the diksha or the blessing or the, the, the benediction. Is that correct? Oh, uh, 
Um, that is what I've understood. Right. Recently, I am wondering whether it really is a transfer. You know, the, um, and, I, and, I, and I truly don't know. So I'll just say that I, we are all this energy that you talk about. It is a vibrational universe. Mm-hmm. We are all um, our, um, you know, even there's something about, you probably know this better than I do, something about the atoms and the cells in our body that they are, they are more nothing than they are something. Mm-hmm. And the, the nothing of them is this energy, and it's the source of who we are, and it is what I would call the divine. So it is what we are all made of is divine energy. So I don't know really whether with the oneness blessing or the oneness meditation, whether it's a transfer. Ever since I started, ever since I was initiated to be a oneness meditator and have had the privilege of um, being a conduit for that, I've my my perception of what's happening has shifted, and so in the oneness meditation, which I'll share for your audience, is is simply the blessing coming through the oneness meditator's eyes rather than their hands, and um, mm-hmm. and it's often done, you know, one person to many at the same time. My experience of that is that um, there is some sort of interchange happening. And it is awakening in everyone the remembering of who we really are. So Mm -hmm. that feels a bit more right to me than it being a transfer of energy. Though I think from... I think it's easier for some people to understand as a transfer of energy. I think it's actually a waking up of the truth of who we are. Hence the awakening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we talked about the concept of the oneness blessing. So how do we apply it for those listening that are intrigued? And I know I am. I've, I've experienced it with you and we've talked at length about it. And I, I love the events that you and your colleagues hold. What does someone have to do to be a part of this? Where can they find uh, you? It's so simple. So simple. So the easiest way to check it out is at our website, which is onenessma.org, for onenessmassachusetts.org. And I encourage people to go there and first read about the Oneness Blessing, and then click on Oneness Blessing Events, and you'll find, I haven't counted recently, but there's somewhere between 50 and 100 Oneness Blessing Circles going on in Massachusetts every month. So um, you can look and see where they are closest to where you live and just stop in. You don't, you may want to, there's a contact person connected with each one. You may want to call just to confirm that, um, you know, you have the time and the address correct. Um, That's probably prudent. But otherwise, you can just go. You don't have to sign up. There's nothing to pay. Um, some places they ask for donation to cover expenses and some places don't. Um, but either way, it is free. And a wonderful group of people. Um, we also are, you know, if you go to the website, you'll see um, a, at least a list of oneness uh, trainers. 
Um, I wish there was also a list of oneness blessing givers, but any of us are also willing to travel. So if you have a family gathering you want to bring us to or um, a yoga studio or whatever, we would love to. I just did that the other night in Walpole to a wonderful church community with um, 15 children and about 12 adults, and it was wonderful. So we travel. Um mm-hmm. And um, and then, you know, if you are excited and interested um, and you find the same profound experiences that I have, life-changing experiences that I have, you know, check out the Oneness Awakening course um, that's listed on the website. That is a, a weekend-long course where you become a Oneness Blessing Giver. Um, even more than that, it's just a very powerful weekend for clearing um, clearing negative patterns and setting right relationships in your life, um, mm-hmm. setting right relationships with parents, with yourself, with your partner, with your children, and most importantly with the divine of your understanding or creating that, beginning that relationship if that's not one you already have. And to back up what Andy said, you don't have to be a member of any religious organization or practice any specific belief or doctorate. It's it's every it's open to everybody. Everybody is ready and prepared to receive this once inside you make that commitment. And the other thing is the first word that pops into people's minds when you hear a conversation like this is cultish or cult. It couldn't be further from the truth. I've done the meditation and received the blessing. It's a fun, lovely, quiet, relaxing evening. Uh, and, and if I may say, there's really a lot of famous celebrities that have, you know, to make this mainstream for a moment, if I, for the, the audience listening that is not, has not practiced uh, meditation, there's very famous celebrities that have received the oneness blessing or actually are oneness givers. Tony Robbins, you told me that Tony Robbins is a, is a oneness blessing giver and a Disha giver. I was very surprised and delighted to hear that. And also Catherine Oxenberg from Dynasty, uh, on the West Coast, uh, she was that famous star from the TV show in the 80s, Dynasty. She's also a, a, a oneness blessing giver. Yes, and uh, we had someone, we had a, a video of um, some famous actor, but I'm not really up on famous actors on our website for a while. Um, some of the younger Diksha givers are better at that sort of thing. And so there was, and he spoke passionately about how, you know, it's if it, uh, I can't remember the name, so what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Um, I do want to tell people about um, a a special event that's coming up in September in case people want to mark their calendars and check it out. Mm -hmm. It's um, on September 21st. It's in Acton, Massachusetts. And it's where the founder of this Oneness Blessing, who is um, from southern India, he is doing something that um, I don't know that he's ever done before, which is he's having a Skype um, uh, session, what's called in India a darshan, a Skype darshan with um, all of North America at the same time. And so many of us will be sending him questions that we have, and he'll be responding to some of those questions in this Skype darshan on the 21st. And we'll also have a oneness meditation and other fun um, and 
consciousness-raising experiences at that event. It's a four-hour event, 10.30 to 2.30. And for anybody who wants to check it out, um, uh, there's an invitation set up on Eventbrite. I think the link is uh, Oneness Darshan, D-A-R-S-H-A-N, September, S-E-P-T, um, at eventbrite.com. And we'll also update our web, web page, our uh, Oneness Massachusetts web page soon, so that you can just go there and go to the link. And okay. is that event available live as well? Because you mentioned Acton. Is that something you can actually attend live, or it's just Skype only? He is still going to be in India. He's Skyping with all of us all over North America, um, but only two specific events. So there's one, there'll be one taking place on Cape Cod. Um, there's one here in the Boston area, which is the Acton one. I think there's one in southern Maine. Um, those are the ones that I know of in New England. Yeah. We got about a minute and a half left. Share with the audience why you moved into the oneness blessing and what was the motivation behind your making this choice to move into this? It's interesting. I didn't really feel it as a choice, um, but as something I was pulled to. I received my first blessing. It was powerfully life-changing. Um, can't tell the whole story, but in short, it uh, moved me from a place of judgment and criticism to a place of appreciation and gratitude. I had been praying for that for years because my relationships were suffering from my own critical, judgmental mind. And the blessing brought a whole new possibility of living from a place of gratitude. And, you know, although it was by a practice at first, and over time it became more the way I operated, then the more that the blessing did for me, the more I wanted to give it to other people. And that's what, that's what called me to become a blessing giver. Um, and then I got a call from India inviting me to become a oneness trainer, and I, I knew I, I, there was no question that I would say yes. Um, it's just been a series of, yeah, it's, it's what I was, I, I believe that I was born to do what I was called here to do. It's just so much um, my passion. Wow. She's a oneness blessing giver. Her name is Andy Migner. Andy, thank you so much for sharing today on Heroes, Mentors, and Friends. Give us your website one more time. It's onenessma.org. Check it out and feel this beautiful energy that Andy, I think, was chosen to share with all of us. Thank you, Andy. I can't wait to see you soon. Have a lovely, lovely weekend. John, thank you so much. You too. There she goes. It's John Dow Jr. This is Heroes, Medicine, Friends. We're here every weekend at this time. I want to go back and focus on what Andy said and why she chose to expand her life and continue and growing and learning about the oneness blessing, and then eventually going to India to Oneness University and becoming a meditation giver and a blessing giver. She said in her life that she wanted to move from a place of judgment and criticism to appreciation and gratitude. Isn't that an amazing quote? She felt she was too judgmental, too critical of people. It's a pain that lived inside of her. And sometimes 
you know, maybe that drink or a glass of wine at night isn't enough anymore. Or maybe that new purse or new pair of shoes or new car or the raise at work is not enough anymore. Maybe the extra vacation time isn't enough anymore. I found it fascinating when we had a lunch together. She told me, I said, why did you do this? How did you get into this? And she says, I was very judgmental and critical and I was unhappy with myself. And she discovered this in this diksha, this blessing, and her moving into this divine part of herself, which is in all of us, helped her remove her criticisms and judgments of people. And by the way, we all have that. We're human. Our past experiences live with us for a long, long time. Our current experiences of someone, for whatever reason, hurts us or disappoints us or we sense a lack in our life, we lower our energies and live in a place of judgment and criticism. And she discovered that through the oneness blessing, she could leave that place, that negative energy, and live in a place of gratitude and appreciation. And I've had, I've had lunch with Andy. I've been to a number of oneness blessings now. She's always happy. <laughs> and, you know, you heard her on this interview. She's, she's upbeat and giving and loving and always in a place of peace. And wow, imagine if we can get into that place all the time. Imagine if we can share this message with everybody and everyone we encounter at the workplace or at family events or at sporting events or in public. If everyone can feel a sense of gratitude and appreciation for themselves and for others, what kind of world will we live in? It's onenessmass.org. If you want to find more information about receiving the oneness blessing, meeting Andy, and being part of this phenomenon that's uh, moving across the world. My name is John Dow Jr. This is Heroes, Matters, and Friends. You can find me at johndowjr.com. You can pick up a copy of the book, Heroes, Matters, and Friends. We'll be right back with more ways to enhance our life right after this. Unlock the code on who we really are. You're listening to Heroes, Mentors, and Friends with John Dow Jr.